0: Welcome back to DCOM Cool and Collected, I'm Kelly. And I'm Elizabeth, and this week is not great. Yeah. Sorry, okay, first of all, sorry for the late upload, it's the holidays, and we got shit to do. Yeah. So Um, I'm not not sorry about that. Yeah, also, sorry for my voice. No one was waiting for this episode. It's true. (laughs) And sorry for my voice, I had a cold, I feel much better, but it's still just in my system. It's just in my voice, really. So...
1: This week we watched
0: Under Wraps too, a, a very unnecessary sequel to a, a remake. Sequel to a remake. Why do they was do this? Bad. <laughs> did anyone want this? I don't think so. I think that this was just a giant advertisement paid for by the town of Rockport. And that's how the movie got made. <laughs> I think that um, the original Gilbert, or I don't even know if that was his name, but the guy who made a cameo from the first Under Wraps, the yeah. original, I think he made this movie. <laughs> He's like, this is my big break. I'm going to go back in it. <laughs> yeah. This allegedly was released September 25th, 2000, or er, I was about to say 2002, 2022. I don't know if this just went straight to Disney Plus or if it actually aired on Disney Channel. I'm not really sure how how that premiered on Disney Channel, but I know it aired because I only saw it because I was scrolling through the channels, and I was like, "Ah, fucking damn it!" (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, a sequel to a movie that doesn't need a sequel at all. Yeah, Um, there's no one I knew in this movie that I cared to mention who wasn't already in the first one. Yeah, I mean the only characters we add are a random guy and two mummies. So we don't see what they look like at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um shall we begin? Yeah. This is gonna be a quick episode, guys, so like it's sorry. Gonna be, that like we're twenty late. minutes. <laughs> yeah, sorry that we're late and this is gonna be twenty minutes. Like first but... of all, it's the holidays. Second of all, I am mentally drained from the past like three weeks. <laughs> it's true. And then at the end we have to decide what we're gonna watch next. So Shoot. Yeah. I should pull that up. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna, I don't know, <laughs> we're gonna decide. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But Under Wraps 2 starts with a wrap-up, ha <laughs> yeah. see what I did there, of the last movie. Literally just a recap, why? Yeah. Why? It's just Marshall, Gilbert, and Amy, they're all just talking about Halloween, they're like, what are we gonna do this Halloween? um so then we start off with them walking through a cornfield they're also recording it's um giving whatever that scary movie with the camcorder is Blair Blair Witch Witch. Prop yeah um and they see this wolf creature howl and chase them and then they get scared and the scarecrow comes and joins them and there's zombies um they're all screaming then the lights come on we realize that this is a haunted corn maze which I knew from the beginning because I'm smart and used context clues that's what I literally, I was like, they're in, in a haunted corn maze and people are coming after them. And I yeah, was like, <laughs> literally. So uh, they have to leave because the corn maze is closed now. We get a little recap. Gilbert used to be scared of everything in the last movie, but now he's Gutsy Gilbert. He has a video column in the school newspaper called Gutsy Gilbert where he just does scary things or reviews scary things. Um, so we get a little conversation about that. He does it for fun. Uh, Marshall tells him that he doesn't have to keep proving that he's not scared of things, but Gilbert's like, no, it's fun, I like it, I like facing my fears, but we don't really believe him. Um, this weekend, Amy's dads are getting married! They're getting married on Halloween weekend, and Amy is planning all of it for some reason, even though she's 12, that's fine. Yeah, were they together in the last movie? I think they, like, kind of briefly mentioned that she had... Dads. I know. When they mentioned that she had dads, I feel like maybe her other dad passed away or something. I don't know. They so she calls the one Pop and the other Carl. Yeah, that's why I was like, wait, was he? I thought he. She had two dads. Yeah, in I the think last maybe movie. he. They were just dating in the last movie, and now they're really making it official. Yeah, yeah. Um. So all the kids are going to, and this weekend they're going to visit Harold because they're going to Rockport, and that is where the museum is, and that's where the wedding is. So they're going to go visit Harold and Rose. Apparently they named his um, lover mummy Rose. And uh, 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 Amy and Gilbert came up with the name Rose. And um, who's the main guy? Marshall. Marshall. Yeah. (laughs) He was not a part of that conversation. And already at the beginning we're seeing that because, like, Amy and Gilbert work on the school paper together, Marshall is feeling left out. Yeah. And, um... Uh, Marshall's like, I want to wake up Harold because I miss him. That sounds like a bad idea, but that's not even what this is about. Horrible. I thought it was just going to be like, oh, he wakes him up and hijinks happens. No, it's worse. It's basically the same thing, though. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so, at, this is, I also wrote, Amy and Gilbert seem closer to each other now and Marshall seems left out. Um, then we go to a different museum. The Rockport Museum. Yeah, and an intern. There's a 30, he's like 30 to 40 years old. Yeah. And he's an intern. Uh, We learn his name is Larry way late, but I just call him dude throughout the movie. I call him intern. It's, there's like two minutes left in the movie when we learn his name. Yeah. Um, he is upset that He he has to work the night shift. And he's eating a sandwich literally on the mummy platform. The museum security in this universe is terrible. Yeah, he's eating a meatball sandwich of all kinds of sandwiches. That's the messiest sandwich. He drops the meatball under, like, the platform where the mummy is. And he's just, like, moving out, like, moving the mummy platform. Yeah, he decides that that's fine. Because also all museums in this universe have skylights as well. (laughs) Yeah, as if that's not going to harm the ancient things that you have. Right. It's fine. He pushes the mummy into the moonlight and the mummy Which I thought this was Harold, but apparently... Apparently it's not. Oh no, it's not Harold. <laughs> this mummy is very mean because immediately he, um, he puts, puts a, this bracelet on the intern and the was like his slave. Yeah, his eyes like light up red and he is like internally in, indebted to him. Yeah, Um. so we learn that this new mummy, his name is Sobek and he wishes to spend eternity next to his one true love and get revenge on his best friend who betrayed him. Who could that be? Oh my god. Um, uh, but first they need his magic scepter that's somewhere. They have to go find it. Yeah. At Um, school, Marshall goes to the newspaper room. Amy got a mummy alert saying that a mummy escaped from a museum. Yeah, she has, like, the Google alert for mummy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're, they're far away, so they're not that worried, but there's still, and there's no signs of a break-in, so they're worrying that there might be some, like, stealing going on or something, but they're not sure. Uh, we cut to Sobek and the intern in the car. They know where the scepter is. It's at an antique collector house, And they need to go get it. And then they'll find the love of his life. Yeah, so the kids are getting driven to Rockport by Buzzy for the wedding weekend. Um, Amy is in the car researching the mummy who disappeared. We learned that he was actually Harold's best friend. I don't know how they know this because they named him Harold. Exactly. Don't know what Why are they was. talking about this? Like the articles are calling them Harold yeah, and Yeah, It's Rose. not like, oh, this is Harold. Yeah. <laughs> he was not Harold. That was not his Egyptian um, name. But anyway, they were both in love with Rose, whose name they also don't know. Yeah. Um, but he they became enemies whenever Rose chose Harold and Sobek swore to get revenge. Uh so they arrive in Rock, Rockport, which is basically like a tourist Halloween town. I was like looking this up. I was like cuz like even there's one point where Amy's like, "Oh, there's free parking by the carnival and it's in walking distance." Yeah. <laughs> it's, um they're staying at this like haunted mansion hotel. Um the dads ask Amy to pick up their rings and keep them till the wedding. Again, uh, <laughs> this is a lot for her to be doing, but right. she's like, it's okay that I'm doing everything because I can't buy them a gift, so I'll just do this instead. Girl, so I'll plan no, it's a not. fucking party. Ma'am, you don't have a liquor license. You are 13. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> um, so they get to the rooms and they go to pick up the rings. Um, Marshall and Gilbert are researching Sobek and they see that he has the same amulet as Harold. And when they're at the jewelry store to pick up the rings, the jeweler, jewel, jeweler, jeweler, jeweler. A.K.A. the original Gilbert from the first Under Wraps um, yeah. sees the photo and looks at it and he goes, oh, like that gemstone that he has, that equals destruction. Yeah, it's Red Jasper. Um, no good. Yeah, so they conclude that Sobek was revived and they need to go wake up Harold and Rose to protect them. Yeah, so they drive to the museum, they sneak in after hours again, because the, the, only the security, security guard. The only security that's there is a human man. There is absolutely no alarms, no nothing, which is unrealistic. And this human <laughs> man just lets them in. I remember being at the art museum when I was, like, nine, and they had, like, it was sort of like a room set up on display, and there was, like, a barrier in front of it, but it was, like, a barrier that was, like- i don't know as a nine-year-old like up to my shoulders someone like reached their arm across the barrier you couldn't touch anything but still an alarm went off yeah (laughs) (laughs) like they like laser sensors right yeah but they sneak in they're in this giant cart they go over to harold and rose and they use mirrors to shine the moonlight on them because again there's a skylight in this museum (sighs) of course Um, So they wake up, and they tell Harold what's going on. They're like, we gotta get going. Don't worry. Um, Harold is starting to, like, make noises, and the guard, like, kind of is trying to come see what's going on, but doesn't catch them. Uh, Yeah, they wake up Rose. They put um, replacements. They put, like, dummies into the coffins. Yeah, that don't look very good, and anyone who worked at the museum would know that those were not the mummies. Right, but all of them escape. Um so Sobek and the intern arrive at the like collector antiquities place and again just like open the door and walk in. Yeah, there's no alarms. <laughs> they just walk in, that's fine. The door's not even locked. Yeah, so Sobeck- uh, But the Scepter is in a glass case, so Sobek must break the glass case to get it, and then the alarm blows off, but then they both just walk out the door. And the guard, Sobek just like pushes away and they leave. So it's fine. Yes, yeah, so like okay, we're gonna go to the museum next to go get Rose and get revenge on Harold. Um the kids are explaining everything about Sobek to Harold and Rose back at the hotel. Um, And that's when everyone goes to sleep. Uh, But then later that night, Harold gets woken by Marshall ordering room service. Uh, Marshall gives Harold, like, his life update, uh, basically that he's, like, warmed up to Ted. And he says, like, oh, Ted's going to move in soon. Nothing about marriage. (laughs) So? This is a movie about gay dads. I'm saying it's Disney Channel. (laughs) They can move in together. They've been dating. (laughs) Um, And then he explains how he's been feeling left out lately of Amy and Gilbert. Yeah, and Um, Harold just kind of, like, nods in sympathy. Yeah, so the next day, everyone's helping Amy put up decorations. They left the mummies in the hotel room. What could go wrong? Marshall's like, that's a bad idea, but they're like, it's fine. Let's go buy more cobwebs. Yeah, the mummies end up ordering a bunch of room service and eat all the pizza. Amy and Buzzy head off to the store for more decorations. Um, uh, Harold and Rose, like... Uh, they get their room service, but all it, since it's like Halloween weekend, all of the hotel staff just thinks it was in costume. It's always so convenient. Ha ha ha. Marshall starts to tell Gilbert how he's feeling left out, but Gilbert kind of ignores him. Um, Harold and Rose see a commercial for the Rockport Halloween Carnival and decide to go, so they leave the hotel. Um, Amy and Buzzy return with a news article about a stolen scepter, so they're like, oh, Sobek must be on his way. Um, Harold and Rose go outside and uh, hijinks. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Um. The kids go up to see that Harold and Rose are gone. Marshall freaks out and yells at everyone, but they're like, "Well, maybe they went to the festival. Let's go see." Um. Yeah. Then we see the intern and Sobek discovering the fake mummies. So then they decide to go to the town. Harold and Rose are walking to the carnival. Uh. The intern and Sobek tell the townspeople about the carnival, so they're on their way there too. The kids arrive at the festival, and this is where I was like, I was like, parking is close to the festival, and it's free! (laughs) Well, yeah, she's saying that you could park on the street for free, and Buzzy's like, free, of course! It's supposed to be funny, but like, it's not in any way. No. So, um. Yeah. Harold and Rose do their. Hijinks, we get a mo- montage of them doing Literally all the, of the exact things. same thing as the first movie. It's not funny. Yeah, but it's fine because they find DDR and they love to dance. So they. I skipped through the scene. It was so fucking long. <laughs> it is really long. So they do DDR. Uh, we find the kids. They get to the picnic or to the festival, and they're like, "Oh my god, where could they be? They love to dance. We know where to go. So they go in, and instead of being like, "Hey, we need to leave now," they let them continue their DDR session. And as they're finishing, that's when Sobek and the intern get there and, like, come into the DDR room and hijinks again ensues. Yeah, Sobek starts to use his scepter till like, Amy causes a distraction and they escape. There's, okay, there's also a weird part where, like, it looks like Gilbert is going to be under, like, his control because he, like, won't move. But I, maybe they were just saying that he was afraid. I thought that I he was going to be under his, it, yeah. his control, but then that wasn't it, so... It would have been, like, a tiny bit more interesting if he was. Yeah, but <laughs> uh Yeah, everyone fine. runs away. Amy loses her dad's wedding rings in the chaos, and the intern picks them up. Because, again, why would you not just leave them in the room? Why would you keep that in your pocket? That seems like a bad idea. I don't know. The intern and Sobek go to the jewelry store the next day to try and figure out where everyone is. The jeweler recognizes the gemstone on Sobek's amulet. And basically, Sobek forces him to tell them where the owners of the rings are. So he p- points them in the direction of the hotel. So everyone's preparing. So this isn't the wedding. This is just, like, the basically rehearsal dinner. Yeah. <laughs> it's the party before the wedding. But it's just, like, a Halloween and party. The day before. Basically, that yeah. Amy is throwing, and she realizes she lost the rings, and they search the hotel room and can't find them. Um, and then she's like, okay, for the party, let's have Harold and Rose working the food booths. And Marshall's like, mm, I don't think so. But everyone's like, no, it's fine. Well, they're like, where else are we gonna go? Everyone, oh yeah, everyone is wearing costumes for the wedding. I didn't realize that this was the not the wedding. This is the day before. They're all wearing costumes. Um, Yeah, there's mummy, more mummy shenanigans um, until Sobek and the intern arrive. The chocolate, so like they steal Rose and the chocolate fountain ends up spilling everywhere. Um, They also take off Rose's amulet, causing her to sleep. Um, Harold and Marshall try to chase after them, but they're stopped by the scepter. Yeah, they take her amulet and just carry her away, because she's, like, not alive anymore. Yeah, so that night, Amy locks herself in her room, because the party was ruined, and everything's a disaster. Her dads are trying to be like, girl, it's fine. Calm down. She's, she's like, like no. no! Yeah. Um, and the rings are lost, and Rose was kidnapped um marshall is angry because he told amy and gilbert that having harold and rose at the party was a bad idea but he was ignored and all of his frustrations about being left out come out um amy hears everything yeah and later on marshall is crying to harold again because he literally said harold's my best friend if your best friend is a mummy who died god knows how long ago i'm so sorry uh, yeah, Sobeck and the intern bring Rose to a museum storage facility where the intern will prepare tombs for them so they can remain undisturbed and together for eternity. Um, the next morning, Amy's dads talk to her and they're like, girl, is fucking fine. Calm the fuck down. Um, and then all the three kids make up. Well, and she's also like, sorry, I lost your rings. And they're like, you know what? A couple years ago, we couldn't even get married, but it's fine. The rings <laughs> are just a symbol of our love. We still love each other. And you. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, the three kids make up and immediately determine. They're like, oh, they must have took Rose to the Rockport Museum warehouse. Of course. Within, they're, like, ten seconds. And <laughs> there's just one, I'm sure. Yeah, so the intern like completes the tomb back at the warehouse. It includes two mummy guards and sealed coffins. Where did he get the mummy guards? No I don't one fucking knows. Know. Everyone sneaks into the warehouse. The intern is wearing Rose's amulet, so they just tie him up and take it. The intern calls for Sobek, so Sobek leaves Rose unattended, and they put the amulet back on her, and she wakes up. But then everyone is stopped by Sobek and the intern, and then Sobek wakes up his mummy goons, so there's like a big mummy fight. And that's when Gilbert gets cornered, and he climbs this scaffolding, and then he jumps onto this, like, giant fake moon hanging from the ceiling and crushes the mummy goons. And he's fine. He's on top of it. But he's fine. Doesn't he's get like harmed Miley somehow. Cyrus on the wrecking ball. Literally. <laughs> um, do you think that was an intentional? I don't think it was, but that's all <laughs> I like, can think Guys, about. remember the Miley Cyrus era of Disney Channel? <laughs> that was not the Miley Cyrus era of Disney Channel. <laughs> Um, so Sobek begins speaking through the intern, and Rose tries to explain, and she's like, bitch, I don't love you, I love him, like, quit, quit trying to make me love you. Yeah, so Sobek is like, oh, well that's fine, but if I can't love you, then no one can, and I'll just kill both of you. Yeah, so then the kids use, like, these ancient shields that are in the warehouse to bounce Sobek's laser back on him, so Sobek's scepter and the inlet are all destroyed, the spell is broken on the intern. Uh, the kids' friendship will never be broken like Sobek and Harold's, and they seal Sobek away forever in the tomb that the intern originally created. They realize the wedding is starting soon, and the intern's like, oh, I have your rings, by the way. Um, his name like Larry. Yeah, they're like, Larry, we just met you. Why don't you come to my dad's wedding? And Larry's like, okay. He's like, uh, sorry about that. I didn't mean it. Good thing he's not homophobic. Right? Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, um, so they just—they try to like insinuate, like imply that he and Buzzy are gonna have a thing now. Yeah, but they don't live in the same city. How is that gonna work? Long She's distance. gonna to drive her hearse all the time. Long distance, apparently. Um, so during the wedding, or no, on the ride back, Rose asks Amy about wedding rings, and she explains how they're a symbol of love and shit. Um, everyone arrives back at the hotel, and they all rush to get ready. Um, then we cut to the marriage ceremony. And Rose asks Buzzy to give her her hoops to use as Harold's rings. I would not give up my hoops so willingly. Yeah, Buzzy's just like, yeah, that's fine. Do you guys not understand how museums work? If you return these mummies with random jewelry, the museum's going to be like, this does not belong on the mummy. This is modern jewelry on an ancient mummy. Also, give them just, like, a fucking rubber band or something. Like, it doesn't make sense, but whatever. My also, they have no, they have no care in the world. that like, this is somebody else's wedding, and they're just yeah. doing this? Excuse they're you. They're just, like, having the ceremony Homophobic. in the back. <laughs> Literally. Harold <laughs> Her- Her- and Rose, actually, no, they're probably, I was, I was thinking about this. I was, like, was ancient Egypt the same as, like, ancient Greece, where everyone was having orgies with each other all oh, the time? Oh, I'm sure. I don't think that they really cared about gayness until, like, they made it a thing. Yeah. So they were probably like, eh, that's fine. Yeah. Maybe Sobek was actually in love with Harold, and that's where all the resentment comes in. They they should have done that. Yeah. (laughs) Internalized. It would have been. Bring it around. You get parallels. You get more levels. Right. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so then we're at the reception. By the way, the dads kiss in their marriage ceremony. Love that for Disney. Wow. Um, So then we're at the reception. No one questions these giant mummies at the wedding reception. And also, it's fine that the kids just leave at 11.15 to take them back to the museum. Yeah, no one's like, where did the kids go? Yeah. (laughs) Also, like... I know that Buzzy is fine, but how do we know that Buzzy is fine? Like, they are giving a lot of trust to this random, like, Adult I'm assuming woman. 20-year-old who's hanging out with these 14 She hangs out with children a lot. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> yeah, so they have to get him back before midnight, because remember, like, the first movie, or else, I don't know, they're gonna turn to dust or some shit. Yeah. Um, so they delivered Harold and Rose back to their coffins at the museum, and... Yeah, and then Harold, or Marshall also leaves a photo of all of them with Harold in his coffin. Again! Because that's not fucking suspicious. You're incriminating yourselves. Like, they're gonna know that the mummies were gone. They're gonna be like, what the fuck is this picture? Mm. Yeah, it's just, like, laying there in the coffin. It's it's not even, he didn't even, like, put it, like, underneath him. Literally! (laughs) He could have kept it with him forever. No one ever would have found it. But no, he just (laughs) lays it on his chest. You're so stupid. And then they leave, and that's the end. And that's it. That's the end of the movie. I hated this so much. It's so bad. I give it a 0 out of 5. I give it a 1 out of 5 because I didn't know that a 0 was possible, but <laughs> I was thinking about it while I was watching it, and I was like, you know, what would have been better movies to make remakes of? Even of, like, old ones. Like, you could make a brink, two. I would watch the hell out of that. Like, all the kids, all the kids who were kids have kids now, and now they're roller skating with each other. That's fun. You could do Gotta Kick It Up, two. I would watch that. Honestly, like any of the old ones besides Under Wraps, I don't know why they did Under Wraps. Like to begin with, it was the was first. It was the D-com? remake popular? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't. I don't think the original Under Wraps was even that popular. I you think no, they're just, just gonna the go first. through? I know. Do you think they're gonna go through and remake all of the other DComs? That's a terrible idea. They have run out of content, and they're like, let's just <laughs> redo what we've already done. They listen to our podcast, and they're like, you know what? Some of those old ones were kind of bangers. What if we just do it again and add gay people? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, what do we want to watch next time? Um, do we have any other categories? Like, I know we had our Hillary Duff series, our Lindsay Lohan series. Um, there's a bunch of Mary-Kate Mashley movies. Oh, that could be fun. Or Spy Kids 1, 2, and 3. Mm. Um... There's a few Anne Hathaway movies. I'm talking about The Princess Diaries 1, 2, and Ella Enchanted. Mm-hmm. Um. I could go for um, Spy Kids or Anne Hathaway. We uh, did have friend of the podcast, Abby, request to be on the Ella Enchanted episode. <laughs> so, well, she what? asked first if we were doing Ella Enchanted. I said, yes, of course. It's on the That's list. the other thing. We could do, like, Princess, like, because um, we already did a Cinderella story, but, like, that's, we have Ella that's Enchanted? A, yeah, that's a bit... Well, even, like, The Princess Diaries 1, 2, Ella Enchanted. We could even put Ice Princess in there. That's true. Technically, Aquamarine is a princess. Yes. <laughs> um, what else? Enchanted, do I say, like, Enchanted, like, the original Enchanted? Does that mean we have to watch Disenchanted? Did anyone Absolutely watch not. that? I did. How bad was it? Uh, it... It wasn't the worst, and I say this only because there is a song between Amy Adams and Maya Rudolph, like, competing about how evil they are Uh to each other, and, like, Amy Adams obviously is the shining light, and her, um, uh, like, conflict between her evil self and her normal self just, like, going back and forth, like, as one person... Brilliant, love it. Everything else sucks ass. <laughs> there is there is so little James Marston in this movie, but so much Adina Menzel. No one asks for more Adina Menzel. <laughs> How much Patrick Dempsey do we get? Less than James, like about as much as James. Marston, less than Adina Menzel. It's awful. That's funny. <laughs> like the only saving graces are Maya Rudolph and Amy Adams, but like. It's barely like, it's too, I don't even know. It's not, like, self-aware enough, like the first one was. Oh, my gosh. I rubbed my eyes and now my contact is, like, all over somewhere in my eyeball. Yeah, but see, I think the problem is they waited too long. If they had the same, like, crew, like, immediately after Enchanted came out, I think they could have made something good. But because they waited so long, it's hard to, like, capture everyone's interest again, you know? Yeah. I just think that was a mistake I love Enchanted I think it's great but Enchanted is a wonderful amazing incredible movie. yeah Disenchanted never really caught my interest at all I uh, yeah I watched it just because I was curious mm-hmm. and it was not the songs like there's a lot more songs too which I think is like what was so good about the first one mm-hmm. is that the songs were sparse but yeah so good yeah <laughs> how does she know that you love her <laughs> also there's no nathaniel was nathaniel um oh peter Pettigrew? yeah yeah <laughs> he's not there anymore and that was like another main reason because like susan sarandon and the first i can i guess we can talk about this whenever we get to enchanted but like susan sarandon in the first one was like actually kind of scary yeah and at this time it's just goofy yeah not that, like, I love Maya Rudolph, but, you know. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm just going to mention this because we're talking about movies and because I know Abby listens to the pod. I saw the Whitney Houston, um... Doc, not documentary, but movie that they just released. I want to dance with somebody this weekend or this week, and it was very good. I highly recommend. I did not know that much about Whitney Houston's life, and I think they did a really good job of like talking about her life without making it all about drugs. Like they mm-hmm. had that obviously as a part of her life because they had to, but it wasn't like the main focus, which I really appreciated. And I love Stanley Tucci. He can do anything. Love he can do Stanley no Tucci. wrong. I was we afraid Stanley Tucci is he in any of these? I don't. think Oh my so. god. <laughs> Are <laughs> we really we, we, do- we put easy. easy. I was say? Say, <laughs> in here? It's not in here, but we'll put it in. Um, I don't remember what I was going to... I just love Stanley Tucci. I was afraid his character was going to be bad, but he wasn't. One also, year for Christmas, Kelly got me Stanley Tucci's memoir. <laughs> I think that was last year. I love Stanley Tucci. He's incredible. Uh, he can just do it all. It's so versatile. My grandpa on Christmas told us he was interested in seeing the Whitney Houston movie. Yeah? Did you see it? I have not seen it yet, but it's on grandpa's list. I recommend. It's pretty good. Did okay. your grandpa like Whitney Houston? He does. He was like, oh yeah, I like her songs, and I figure if, if it's about her, then her songs are going to be in the movie. <laughs> they are. <laughs> um, so are we starting next week with the Princess Diaries? Sure. We will start with the Princess Diaries. Princess Diaries. Work our way through the princess movies. Let's do it. Okay. Goodbye. Break.